Hello everyone. Thanks for coming to Hunters and Titans for the improvement of vocabulary. Today we'll be talking about how to approach your Borlockian fire team members and tell them to speak like normal humanoids. It's often hard to talk to your warlock friends about this sore subject, but I promise you, your relationship with your space wizard will certainly improve. When your warlock friend begins spouting about Newtonian echoes, or the acausal versus the paracausal, or thanonautics, or whatever it is that warlocks are talking about nowadays, Find an okay time to enter yourself into the conversation. Remind them that no hunter or titan truly knows what they are talking about. Some warlock might get snippy at this and roll their eyes, but if they're your friends, they'll understand and start adjusting their language accordingly. I'm sure every once in a while, you'll hear the term flux tubes or radiolarium, and remember, it's totally okay to remind them that it's actually called vex milk. But with enough encouragement, I'm sure they'll get the idea over time. Now, who wants some drinks? Welcome, welcome to the Hangar Lounge, everyone. Hey! Again, uh, my name is Eric, and I am Hunter1. When are you going to go back to Hunter A? I'm Maria, Hunter B. <laughs> Never. I'm never going back on trade. Oh. <laughs> never. I'm Kelly Warlock Rogue One. Rogue, oh my god. Rogue One. She's switching it up. I'm a rogue. I'm one rogue warlock. Not to be confused with any copyrighted titles. So, you, so you're you're a warlock. You're a twenty warlock rogue what? one. <laughs> your your warlock is level twenty. Yeah. But you're also multiclassing as a rogue. Level one. Yeah. And my challenge ranking is 20. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, of course. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, Uncanny Dodge uh, oh combined God. with, like, the Eldritch <laughs> Invocations. Anyway, listen. Uh, I... we're pl- we're... One <laughs> we're day we're going to just have to make a so, D&D podcast. So this is this is our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Our Dungeons and Destiny. Dungeons, Dungeons and Destiny, Destiny podcast. <laughs> That's basically what it should be. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hi. So, hey, everybody. What What are we What are we doing here? Well, oh. I mean, recently we all had a weird little time fluctuation. Oh. And the hour jumped back. And that is true. What better time was, to was talk about Vex time nonsense? fluctuations? <laughs> that, that's Vex nonsense? Just, that was my very smooth segue into talking about Osiris. Hey, we also had a, a little bit of an introduction in a recent DLC trailer that got me very <gasps> excited. <clears throat> I didn't yeah. even know. Let's be honest. I didn't even know that was happening at all. Like, what? I was like, wait, already? This is... Huh. Like, I was not oh, yeah. ready at all. And then Eric just, like, dropped it in the group chat. And I was I, just like, what? I didn't expect it either. Ooh. I yeah, was just I listening there. to the Paris uh, conference just, like, in the background while I was working. And all of a sudden, I heard, like, thousands of guardians and whatnot. And, like, the voice of uh, Ikora in the background. I was like, wait a, wait a second. And then I flipped over and just caught the beginning of the whole trailer. So... 
That's very great. Exciting. And then right when it came out, I sent it to you guys since it was very so. Yeah. Curse of Osiris was announced. <laughs> There's a trailer. First and DLC. Yeah, it's the first DLC for Destiny 2, which is super exciting. So, what do we all think of Osiris? Um, he. I, I think the real question is, what does Romeo think of Osiris? Well, Romeo, um, <laughs> Romeo does have a problem with people who wear feathers. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, um, because. Birds work really hard to make those. <laughs> but do you think that Osiris didn't work hard to make those weird feathers? He probably plucked them from a bird, or maybe he followed a, a bird around and, like, picked him up during <laughs> molting. While um, he was in the, the Vex time portals. The complexities, yeah. the complexities of bird feather growth is something that we can absolutely talk about here on this podcast. Regardless... Hey guys! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does Osiris breathe in the vacuum of space with, uh, without, he, like, his, he has a handkerchief? He, it's a really high tech vex vexkerchief. Okay, but what about his if, eyeballs? If Big Boss can have unlimited ammo wearing <laughs> a headscarf, <laughs> I think that Osiris can breathe on Mercury with a handkerchief. Eric Godreau, I just want to make a gentle correction because I believe it's actually a Solid Snake who receives the headband that Big gives him unlimited. Big Boss can get it into various other games, too. Well, oh, I guess if you count the Phantom Pain. Yeah, I This do. is now Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid. Solid. <laughs> I do count that one. Okay. Although you're right. that Solid is most known for it. Most known for the unlimited ammo. Hey, listen. <laughs> Regardless, okay, but also, I mean, I guess we need to see how the game addresses it because I am feeling a little, I'm feeling a little worried. Right. Um, you know, it's it's like you're a mom and it's snowing outside and you see your child going out without a scarf. They're, I, I, no, they're they're going outside with shorts and shirts because and you're like, honey, honey, people... no, wait, come oh, yeah. back. <laughs> you gotta put your scarf on. Except right now, I'm like, Osiris, need a helmet to breathe in the vacuum of space. Your eyes are gonna come out of your face. Maybe you're gonna, he's fine. you're gonna explode and maybe, die. Maybe he has like a a fancy future tech helmet because you know how like. The beak of the bird, the bird helmet, kind of like goes over his mm-hmm. eyes. Maybe it's like an invisible visor. Visor. I, as a guardian, <laughs> what I want to do when I first see Osiris is take the closest rock I can and just fling it at his face and see if it bounces off some weird force fields. It's all I want to do. <laughs> I've been thinking about it since if. I saw the trailer. Regardless, he'd probably do a sick kickflip out of the way because apparently he can also do that. Yeah, he's a very good jumper. He's very good at jumping and he has a very nice sword. I wonder if that's a recent addition or if he's been able to do that for a while. If he was kind of just like, hey, you know, my powers are gone. Oh, this cool (laughs) sword is pretty nice now that it's here. That's a good question. I wonder if he was even affected by any of that stuff. Wherever he was, probably not in the right timeline. 
I I, think, I feel like it, if it registered, it probably he was. It's a question of where he is or was or will be. Question mark. Timey wimey nonsense. We'll get out of here a little bit wait until this vex i you know me i love two things in destiny the hive and time travel yeah so good i know you love both of those so hopefully this expansion will give you both you know i just oh god i really hope if i see the hive on mercury i'm gonna throw my ps4 out the window (laughs) i hope we do Well, but, Maria, I don't want let's to. not forget that Osiris also had a minor obsession with Oryx. Well, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want Regardless. We'll see. Osiris is cool. He can do kick, kick flips. Yeah. He, he oh. um, doesn't give a fuck about having a functional face mask in space, no. which... Yeah. I'm super worried about his ghost is pretty Gucci though. Like that's a really nice ghost. And apparently she's going to have a voice, which is very exciting. So I look forward to that quite a bit. And I look forward to ghost ghost banter, banter, ghosty ghost banter. Also, I'm just, I'm going to say this. Yeah. The voice of the female ghost or Osiris's ghost. The voice of Osiris's ghost is, um, Uh, and Firefly, by the way. She's <laughs> yeah. a former actress from Firefly, and I'm just like, Bungie, you, you they, keep... They almost you got keep... them all in there. Bungie <laughs> keeps skipping them. the one person I want in the game. They're just like, dart boarding it, and they're like, oh, it hasn't been Alan Tujic. Not yet, not mm-hmm. yet. Oh, it's Kaylee's turn. Let's put her in it. Oh, still not Alan Tujic. Can't do I him mean, yet. he could be the chickens. Exactly, he could do the chickens. <laughs> he could be the chicken. Nah, uh, he's gonna be someone else. Maybe yeah. he's gonna I just voice want him in the game like so bad. the darkness. Yeah, that would. Well, that would oh be my god, that would be great. I would. I would fetch my PS4 from out the window that I threw it because the hive were on Mercury. I would get that back. I would be like, it's gonna oh, be Alan. the darkness, Ugh. so it's fine. Alan, don't worry. We got That's all you. I want. All I want for Christmas is Alan Tujic and Destiny 2. <laughs> so beyond beyond the trailer dropping, which was so fun and so great, and yeah. we all did the loved... trailer. Did the trailer give like a release date? I think so. December December fifth. December something. A single fifth? digit. I'm pretty sure you it was know... December fifth, December sixth. One of those. It's okay. like the first week of December. You know what would have been even cooler? Okay. Hey, guys. That's a Tuesday. What? Can you imagine that whole... Yeah. <laughs> Hold no. on, I'm, I'm breaking. Um, yeah? Can you imagine that whole trailer, except Osiris is on a skateboard? Yes! I mean, like, I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was this whole time. You didn't see that trailer, Kelly? Yeah. He was totally... Like, Tony can you imagine Hawk? him, like... <laughs> Like skating, slowly I really... skating towards like Cora and being like, <laughs> "Hey, it's been, I feel it's like he'd have. I think I feel like he'd have like those heelys. Heelys? He, I think yeah. he'd have heelys for when he's in the tower. But okay, no Sigh, skateboarding Cora. in the tower. But heelys yeah. are. For when does he? When does he bust out the scooter? Oh, the rage scooters. <laughs> that's a good question. Like the, the time you know, which, scooter. 
Yeah, the time square. <laughs> <laughs> when did he say? <laughs> slice through time. Guardian. Guardian, this is my device that I use <laughs> to traverse the timelines. Take this scooter, this razor scooter, <laughs> and slice your way through the time stream. Watch your ankles, Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> got myself pretty good a couple of times. Ooh, man, Check out the Charlie scar up. I got. <laughs> My ghost refused to heal this one, so it just scarred up. Um, That's exactly. That's exactly. In addition, Mm -hmm. we also have some streams coming up. Mm. The three weeks leading up to release. Pretty sweet, and we'll see what's in them. Not much to say about it. Mm. I'm real happy that they decided to do... I don't know. I was trying to make a goof. But I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> okay, let's explore I... this goof. <laughs> uh, what, are, what are the what are the the key key components to your goof that you're trying to make right now? Uh, We're in it now. We gotta we gotta plan what is going to be in in the actual DLC before it actually happens because this will be releasing on the Wednesday of the first stream. You know, Eric, um, I don't know if we have time to explain. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> Come on, you gotta go through with it. <laughs> well, we have time to explain why we don't have time to explain oh, everything that's gonna it. be in the stream. <laughs> okay, so I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's it. There we go. We don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Goof accomplished. <laughs> now, so today's episode is about Osiris. Osiris for a while and some of you might be a little confused about who he is. He's not he's not just a gnarly bird man that does some sweet flips off his, on his deck. On his sweet razor scooter. Yeah. Regardless, um yeah, for people who aren't familiar with Destiny's lore or maybe Destiny 2 is their first game, when Ikora Ray was like, yo, this is one of the most infamous guardians in in guardian history some of you were probably just like but who that but who that i mean also i'm I'm gonna we're gonna talk about osiris right and then we're i'm gonna circle back to that comment because i have so many issues with that comment we'll see me too we'll see (laughs) regardless osiris admittedly is actually quite a popular and famous figure in Destiny's lore. He's a pretty interesting guy. And um, he probably also owned a skate shop in the city that's now closed down. So he probably Aww. owns Osiris shoes. They're like skate shoes. Yeah. And they'd be like those air shoes probably. that you pump that you pump up. Man, blast from the past, Kelly. <laughs> I completely forgot those were a thing. Oh or God. actually, even Blast better. from the future, in this case. Even better, Osiris invented light up sneakers. <laughs> yes. Can you? Okay. So I'm just gonna redo the trailer. Okay. Um, Osiris <laughs> walks in with his light up sneakers, and then slaps his skateboard on the ground, and like does a sick kick flip, and he uses his, um. 
skateboard to like smash a minotaur in the face. Right. <laughs> right. And then yeah. he like flies up into the sky with his light up sneakers. And they yeah. flash the same color as his cool fire sword. Anyway, who's Osiris? <laughs> uh, That's so, it. so far, we've gotten charismatic uh, guardian, shoe owner, shoe company owner. Yeah. Um, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, Birdman. Very successful uh, on Shark Tank. Uh, <laughs> uh, Osiris was... <laughs> Osiris was... A member of the Vanguard early on, what? and supposedly Ikora is one of his proteges. So there's something about that as well. Uh, he was there during the Battle of Six Fronts. Battle of Six Fronts, said the one. The Battle of Six yeah. Fronts. Battle of Six Fronts, uh, and then was recommended to be on the Vanguard uh, by Saint Fourteen, and the speaker did so. Oh my god, I just realized that the Vanguard used to be two warlocks and a hunter. Or Ikora could have not been there yet. I think Ikora wasn't there yet. I think that she was she was a Ikora was in training. Oh, okay. So it was just Andal, maybe Andal. Andal, Zavala, and Cade. And and some er, and, no not and Kate, Osiris and, Osiris and Osiris yeah Andal, we don't know Osiris the, and we don't know the warlock that might have come before that or even Andal, if there was one Osiris yeah and maybe Saint fourteen I mean you feel like he would fit the bill but we, I we know, know but Saint fourteen is like yeah we don't know the exact formation That's speculation. but right we know like Saint fourteen just... would stroll up to the speaker and be like hey you know Osiris is pretty chill. You know, like you should probably put him up there, and same or and uh, the speaker would just be like, "I trust you with my entire life." Mm-hmm. So yes, drop the ball on that one. And a quick I mean... note on Saint Fourteen <laughs> for case because if you don't know about Osiris, you probably don't know about Saint Fourteen. Well, hopefully, the people listening listened to our Titan episode where we talked about Saint Fourteen in Did some we? detail. But let's All just right. do some recap. Recap on Saint Fourteen. As you can tell, they're an EXO. They're not known for their speaking capacity. They're pretty brief about a lot of things, and they are well known for a certain headbutt and a helmet that is permanently dented and is a really good Defender Exotic and Destiny one. Helmet C14. Yeah. Uh, pretty devout individual. Saint, after all, and was pretty well-liked by the speaker so there's that as well so i mm-hmm. i imagine that he would have some sway with the speaker which is probably i know why what actually happened i know what actually happened All i right, know give it I to know. me <laughs> set the stage let's go same <laughs> 14 was on the fence about letting osiris join right and then right. one day he looks down and Saint for er, the speaker was on the fence about letting Osiris, and then one day the speaker looks down and he sees that Osiris or Saint Fourteen is wearing some pretty sick kicks that mm-hmm. light yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then he was like, "Where did you get those?" And he was like, "Man, I'd love to tell you, but you gotta let my friend in first. Oh, it's him! <laughs> and then that's why the speaker wears really long robes is because he's hiding his light up yeah. shoes. H- hiding those light up shoes. He's lighting his light up shoes, and then like when no Gosh. one's looking, he lifts his robes and then does like a little tap dance. Little I, think, 
Like a quick mental image is what would happen if every guardian like squeaked whenever they stepped. Like a, like <laughs> yeah, a soft I was also squeak. thinking about squeaky shoes, <laughs> um, which is really really good. But Titans um, would have like a longer gait, like squeak, 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 yeah. and then hunters would be like squeak, 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 squeak and then warlocks. Our Cyrus episode has turned into talking about different types of shoes. <laughs> Um, but it is so true it is so true that Osiris um, probably has like really awesome sneakers Um, his might light up and squeak Mm -hmm. um, and pump up and also be Heelys all the little kids with the pumped up kicks these are like the best shoes I've ever heard (laughs) yeah yeah, well, he's been in exile for so long. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, he's been in exile for so long, so he needed something uh, to do. Regardless, like Eric said, Osiris was a a very charismatic, powerful warlock, did some great work at the Battle of Six Fronts. Saint-14, we don't really know what the relationship was like, Osiris and, and Saint-14, but there seems to be quite a bit of respect between the two of them. Um, yeah. And our good friend Osiris was promoted to Vanguard Commander. Yeah. Um, and then, even though it wasn't a popular choice, there were yeah. there were quite a people in the Concordate that were not down with it. Okay. We well, know the Concordat are a bunch of boopers who got yeah. ex- exiled from the, I'm just ta- like, the city. Is, is the Concord at the best source of judgment here? I mean, they uh, wanted to... Well, what was it they claimed? They, they claimed that Osiris was a golden age experiment re-misincarnated as a human by an inept ghost, which is like layered insult after insult. I, yeah, like, that is really such rude. a burn. That That's is really such a burn. Rude. That's very mean. Yeah. Um, maybe like, that's why he can't. Maybe that's why he doesn't need the helmet in Mercury. He was a golden age experiment. I don't know what that entails, but somehow, we have no somehow idea. he he's gotten experimented on so good that his eyeballs do not get sucked out of his face when he's in a I an feel, area that doesn't have the same uh, atmosphere. I feel like his time in a Vex time gate, which we may be getting to later. <laughs> and his infinite amount of experience there would allow him to do that. Considering we also have a weird situation of people in the reef, like Brother Vance and Petrovenge, who are just in the reef, and it's completely open. Like you can look they... out into this. You can say there's a force field, but it's <laughs> not there. Atmosphere. You could jump out in there. You can jump out into space. So I think that I think <laughs> that he does it to look cool because he's he such has an spent, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, he's an aesthetic kind of guy. Because he spent so long in the Vex time gate. Regardless, he's got abilities <laughs> to yeah. not die. Oh, it's so true. And and something about Osiris is he's he's always been a question asker, mm-hmm. right? He's always been searching for the truth as warlocks do some do it successfully some get exiled right we've had right. plenty of we've had plenty of examples of of exiled warlocks because <laughs> um, people just simply don't understand how brilliant they are regardless 
Um, much like a different figure in the tower, Osiris kind of begins to get bored of being on the vanguard. It's like, I'm, oh. I'm vanguard commander. I just sit here and I, like, advise all day. And, you know, sometimes when you just sit there and think, that's when you come up with the craziest theories, right? <laughs> so our boy Osiris begins kind of having these very interesting thoughts that many people are curious about and really want to answer, right? Mm -hmm. Right. These questions shake me to my very core. Yeah. Uh oh Yeah. And like in in this Osiris card, which was said by the speaker, um, we get a few of those questions that Osiris began asking that people began pursuing. It says, but your curiosity was voracious. How much of a guardian's personality and memories were true? How much had been fabricated by their ghost? Did guardians share a particular personality trait? A willingness to yield to authority? A tendency to do anything anyone asks for the promise of an uncertain reward? A blind knight errant mentality? Had the traveler manufactured all of you as living weapons? Those are I'm, some questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel like the last one, it's kind of like a, yeah. I mean, the, the traveler did. <laughs> I think then it comes to the extent of how much of us, like, were we chosen for these personalities? Does that even matter if we were chosen to have similar personality traits? Were mm -hmm. we given these traits? Yeah. I mean, I know this is going to mess up a bunch of people's fan character things. Like various other things that gotta mess up my fan character thing. So yeah. like there's I think that. there's some some arguments to be had here because I would talk about the warlords mm -hmm. and how they did not necessarily have the tendency to bow to authority. In fact they would seize power. Yeah, they and were be bad. the authority. They were bad. Yeah, they were like not great. Mm -hmm. Um but I think Osiris has some interesting questions here, especially after the vanguard is established and there's a bit more of an order. Why are we chosen to be a guardian? What what gives this big old ball in the sky the right to make us alive again so we mm -hmm. can do whatever it wants under the yeah. guise of the speaker? I think there's, there's some interesting possibilities with this and i'm particularly curious i don't this one is kind of like a weak argument in this part but i'm curious about the relationship between fenchurch everest and tess everest and if they are truly family or if yeah. it was like you know something else like that or there's a the, the case of shin malfur who is believed to now have a ghost when he didn't before, is he different now? Was he chosen yeah. for this reason? Then we have the the question of I don't remember. I think it's Anna Bray, one of the members of the Bray family yeah. who's been resurrected, and why do they have that name still? If the Clovises, the Clovis Bray family, is back in the Golden Age situation. So there's some right. questions of like these names. Did they take them? 
for a reason. I mean, there's a question of Cade Six, who's a guardian that we know who has some somewhat slight memories behind the past, but those might be tied more to a journal. But he also writes something totally separate about his experiences before being an exo in the first place so then there's yeah. a place of exos and why are they guardians and it's a pretty deep question but in the end it still comes to a question of were we chosen for certain personality traits why is it that guardians are so predictable they can be lord with just loot you can just say hey i'm gonna give you this thing if you do this thing and then they're like oh hell yeah and, and then they'll point at you and do like a weird dance and then they'll just run off and do yeah. it yeah. like <laughs> why is that a like that, that is a cultural thing that is recorded in various cabal records in among the owl sector so mm-hmm. it's it's very it's an interesting question it's a very intense philosophical question Osiris a little is bit having a bunch of 4am thoughts yes he really was. He was a per- perpetual night blogger. <laughs> he, he just would stay up so late in the middle of the night. He would he would turn over to, to Zavala. <laughs> be like, hey, Zavala, do you think the Traveler um, manufactured us to be living weapons? <laughs> And Zavala and- would say, it's 4 a.m. <laughs> what, what if it's or not? We stepped into the wall. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what Osiris' deal is. He asked all these questions, and Guardians really um, kind of took to them and listened to them. And the speaker even says that that was Osiris' greatest crime that he took guardians from their usual tasks, whether that be helping refugees or fighting back the fallen or, you know, doing these things that keep people of the city safe. Mm -hmm. And they began to take on more frivolous tasks where they would, you know, hop into the vault of glass or, Mm -hmm. you know, go on to study the darkness and its true nature. Things like that. Um, In many cases, you could argue these are more selfish uh, tasks. Things that are done purely to understand themselves. Yes. So Osiris caused this rift where originally, um, as the vanguard was formed, the guardians were meant to protect the people, to Mm -hmm. help the people, to help the city. And Osiris was like, actually... I don't know. I don't know about that. And it caused a bunch of guardians to also be like, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. He's got these great shoes. We should listen to him. Oh, man, those shoes. He's he's got really... those shoes. I mean, he's got good shoes, so maybe. He wears different shoes every day, and they're always so fresh. (laughs) Exotic Osiris boots. They're just like puffed up kicks. Yeah, I love my my Destiny One Osiris boots that were literally just like cowboy boots, bedazzled cowboy boots. Oh, Those were, were some of my good. favorite boots. <laughs> they were real good. So Osiris knows good, what shoes are about. <laughs> Regardless, this caused a bit of a rift 
yeah. in in um, Guardian culture, I guess. And, you know, much to the displeasure of the speaker who is trying to get things moving and working. Mm-hmm. Get things pooping. Um, guardians are now not listening. Oh. They're not yielding to authority. <sighs> mm. That's yeah. not good. But Osiris uh, was like doing all kinds of things, right? What was what was he doing? Oh, what was he, he studying? He he studied all kinds of things. He was super interested in the hive. He was interested in Oryx. He was interested in the Vex, particularly. Yeah. Um, he was interested in the fucking big fin- scary word. Thanatonautics. Thanatonautics. <laughs> Say it with us, kids. Thanatonautics. Thanatonautics. If I said it right, thanatonautics. Which, which is um, in regards that, to the study of death. Yeah, you should use that in Scrabble when you have a bunch of points. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good word too. Like it sounds yeah. awesome. He also just pursued Ahamkara. He was interested in the nine. So he was interested in like all these things that are kind of like no go territory. <laughs> Like, we're supposed to fight these things without question. Mm-hmm. Except for the nine, I guess. We're just well, supposed to not really look directly at the nine, it, I think. The nine are question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. And I don't really know much about the Natonautics in terms of its its relationship with Guardian culture. Isn't there a subset of Warlock? Yeah. No, the Natonauts. They're referred the to even by Zavala when you come back with uh, your first strike yeah uh milestone i think he talks so, about the six coyotes and all that i don't know if that's like the worst the worst of it but he he was interested in um the process of life and death which i think is fairly relevant and also quite interesting purely because i was thinking about it the other day we're about mm-hmm. to we're about to go into it okay oh I used to be really insecure when I started playing Destiny about the number of times that I might die in an activity. But Mm -hmm. now when I look at it, I view it as a badge of pride Mm -hmm. because my ability to come back to life is one of the components that makes me a guardian, Yeah. right? When I lost my power, I could feel it. I, I really like, I don't, I feel like Bungie didn't really push on it until the Taken King, maybe? Like, this whole death thing, and yeah. how Guardians, they're, they have superpowers and all that stuff, but that pales in comparison to just being able to die and then return and learn from it. And yes. they, I think that's like the that's like the cornerstone mechanic for them. The thing that's like, that's why we're gonna make raids super hard because you're gonna die in them a lot, and then you're yeah. gonna learn from it, and you're gonna come back stronger and all that stuff. After I read um, the first Rezla Azir card, where Rezl used yeah. his ability to uh, one up a Kel or a fallen captain, I believe, yeah. not a Kel. Yeah. Um, I, it might have been a kill, it might have been a captain. Some higher member of Fallen big, Society. Big Fallen, a big lovely Fallen boy. <laughs> um, when he used his ability to resurrect and destroy everything, Straight I was like, ass. yo, this should be a point of pride. So I don't know if 
studying the various um, intricacies of death and life and coming back and resurrection is necessarily like the biggest stain on Osiris's record, but it certainly was something he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, I, I do think that it can be taken to an extent that might be too far. It's like what happens when you die. I think there was a Pujari was, I think, a suspected uh, Thanatonaut who they wrote that really awesome card. That's my favorite card about, about the Black them. Garden. About them, yeah, dropping into the sea and drowning and coming across the Black Garden and pricking their finger and it's still Love that bled card. when they came back and stuff like that. And there's an extent of taking things too far and perhaps learning too much. That's kind of like a really interesting forsaken knowledge situation. Not to mention, on paper, like to other people, the study of death can be real dark. Like it's got ties to the the hive and all that stuff. And it's like, do we really want comparisons Being to the hive? Being a little macabre never hurt anyone. Yeah. If anything, I, it inspires you to make better shoes. <laughs> I, I personally don't think it's the worst thing, but I can feel that it, there's uh, an extent that people are comfortable taking it. I can completely feel that. Uh, and some of the information can be used into making some really, really creepy things such as the mass of the quiet one which is a great name for a very spooky helmet for the titans i really like that helmet you're pretty much you're full-on orc (laughs) at that point with the chain mail veil yeah veil made out of chain mail yeah it's got pointy ears pointy ears and you got big old horns uh i want them which was crafted from the information uh, from Tolan and Osiris by an unknown entity, an unknown person, an unknown guardian, I guess, in this case, uh, who learned to pool uh, the void energies after kills and whatnot and use yeah. it for their own power. Uh, very spooky stuff. It's super creepy, and I love it. I, I love the the weird... Um, the 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 strange depths of the various elements that we use and how the void can be explosive in many cases, but it's also very spooky, mysterious, ethereal. And then you My have this, yeah, you have the solar, which is very bright and brilliant, and then you have arc, which is kind of like you know spindly and whatnot. It's really cool. I really like that, and I'm curious if they're going to even be able to make a fourth one i don't even know if i want one honestly <laughs> I feel yeah. very fairy type <laughs> hey it's very uh, I, mean, I mean our guardians already did do a magical a girl transformation when we like touched the shard the first time and they were like yeah, it was so great it was like a magical girl transformation Practical. like traveler power up and then just uh, and like yeah each time the music. we get another subclass we go into a place that is basically the feywild so yeah. you know yeah it's coming dungeons everybody. and destiny what dungeons up? and destiny here we go uh, <laughs> but the you know osiris earned 
a bit of a following yeah to the point that kind of just like stretched out like we already know that there's lots of people but even after he left i'll say that his teachings never that. died really yeah. he, he still they were never suppressed with... like some of the other um like ulantan yeah right yeah and and lysander and yeah. toland Poland. Well, I, I feel that they kind of faded that people don't talk about them. They don't talk about Dredge and Yor because it's not right. I to feel talk like the reason him. why no one talks about Tolan is because he's kind of a dick, but <laughs> Well, like he was a dick and he didn't earn this following. I think that to be infamous you need to you need to be known. You need to be he wasn't, an entity. He that wasn't is charismatic. Like yeah. Toland wanted to like keep all his findings to himself and, and then he's Osiris like Osiris was yeah. hecka charismatic yeah he was like passing out the pamphlets he was like going door to door here's some cookies here's wheelies. some on his wheelies Yellies. here's yeah. some sick kicks with these cookies meanwhile <laughs> Toland was like I'm gonna lead these people to their death and learn hey, from it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like Osiris is going door to door and he's like, "Hey, I got these sweet <laughs> shoes for you," and he flips them over and it's like they have something on the bottom that says like, "Are we truly weapons of the traveler?" <laughs> like on the bottom. <laughs> and then on he the, wink on the, like, the tongue of the thing when you open yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> wink and wink. Then he hands them to you. <laughs> Hey, what's your size? Uh, but like, I feel like that's partially why Ikora refers to told, uh, to Osiris as the most infamous guardian among us is that he's he still known, and he's yeah. he, to this day he had he had a tournament in his name called Trials of Osiris, which was just like a salty cesspool of terribleness. <laughs> but that's besides the point. That persisted, and he has people who will supposedly i think that they do it on purpose sacrifice their own vision to see beyond brother vance is blind everybody oh. brother vance and the reef is absolutely blind and there's tons of references to people burning their sight in the sun probably maybe on accident i, I mean like, when you go to mercury yeah i feel happen. like you've the reason why they're blinded is because they've been on Mercury for a bit too long. I mean, there was but... that one map <laughs> where if you like oh look towards God. the sun, you're like, is that a bad guy or a rock? So I can't bad. tell. So, oh, that's the altar <laughs> flame. Oh, that was a lot. Uh, but the, he he has a cult, much like the Future War cult, but that operates, not in the name. But operates kind of without its leadership in my opinion i don't think that osiris really had much to do with that after he left i think yeah he just left and they went well we're just gonna go with the sun and we're gonna blind ourselves to see you again <laughs> and he's like whatever i got some sick kicks and then he goes I, into uh, he, he I got wheelies this into a vex portal yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> He was just like, I'm not doing this again. Y'all do whatever you want to do. Finger guns into a Vex portal. But <laughs> he's, he's, he's notorious. And yeah, yeah I, that's that's what I feel happened. The, the cult kind of appeared around him. He, yeah. he didn't really have much of a say in it. He might have asked the questions, but people followed him. 
Uh, and I, I believe there are two sources of lore that are seen in a lot of flavor texts. There's the fractal scrolls, which mm-hmm. seems to be sort of a... They're like a Bible in this way. They're like reports of him leaving and his stories and then also like stories of the cult after his leaving like after him not being there anymore and there's reports of various activities and why they do these things and then there is probably a much more concrete thing called the parables of offspring which are seen on a lot of the loot that i wish i could have gotten but i'm not good at pvp so it doesn't happen you're pretty good um, at pvp but maybe not trials no i wish though. i was watching i saw like a sniper reel today and i was like how do you do this <sighs> so how do you much. do this this is like my one wish besides alan tujic and ponchos and <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of one wishes in destiny too maybe osiris has all the ponchos <gasps> yeah yeah it's maybe i mean it's probably he's clearly the winning past. the fashion war but so. uh <laughs> i mean that'd be pretty cool uh, I, I would osiris, i would sign up in a heartbeat i would sign up. up in a heartbeat <laughs> osiris is like you're gonna have to sacrifice your vision and i'm like i don't care i'm gonna feel that sweet poncho around my body it's gonna be like a warm <laughs> hug all the time uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the parables of offspring which seem to be a lot more like specific. These are his teachings and why they're told. And like, mm. a parable is kind of like a a story with a moral. That's kind of shorthand. Ah. Uh, so hey there's everyone. That. Once upon a time, I went into a vex gate. It was pretty cool, and I learned a lot. That's my parable. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the teaching. Uh, <laughs> But he like also, these things like, were tied on loot and stuff, which I wish we could. Yeah. Homeboy also, uh, you know, even though he's not in the tower anymore, he has a lot of people looking out for him. Um, yeah, including Eris Marn. Who? Yeah. Who? Who was, Who was that? that? You want to say that Who again? Was that? <laughs> Eris Marn. My <laughs> my wife, Eris Marn, um, right. is is a friend. A friend of his, so I trust him. Yeah, because I trust Eris Martin. Um, I'm totally reliable. Both I of mean, them. Like, <laughs> we can talk about more, but he's been helping us. Yeah, through a lot yeah, of things. So yeah. I kind of trust him in a way. Although the DLC name Curse of Osiris puts me a little on edge. I'm like, are we Come. gonna like? Is this gonna be like? If I talk to you, will I get ooh, will I get cursed as well? I mean. If there's a poncho evolved, then yeah, lay that curse right yeah. on me. Lay it on me. <laughs> I will do anything for this poncho. <laughs> what about give up your light? Um, I mean, if it means I get to look real good, mm. maybe. Maybe. Good Damn. Damn. But the ultimate sacrifice. That's how you win the fashion war. You fulfilled Ulan Tan's <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he has Eris Morn helping him. He has the Hidden, a number of members of the Hidden, Ikora Ray's uh, secret sneaky group. Of which Eris um, Morn is a member of. Yeah, yeah Eris only... Morn is a member, and yeah. I love her. Have I talked recently about um, just how much I love Eris Marn. 
Mm. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. You might want to do it again, though, just in <laughs> You case. can do it. All right, yeah. so... You know how Eris Morn has, like, basically never done anything wrong? Right. right. Um, well, she continues that streak because she and Osiris are kind of working in the shadows and helping us out, even though they're not necessarily bound to the conventional laws um, of our guardian society. But like I said, I would die. I would die for Eris Morn. Um, so if she trusts Osiris, I'm fine. There you go. <laughs> That's what I gotta say about that. We gotta find him though, cause he was booted. Yeah, yeah so he got the boot. He was exiled. Cause... Oh, yeah, those aren't stylish. <laughs> You not know. not that kind of stylish boot. Although they were probably like, "Hey, take these six shoes," and he's like, "But these are my shoes." And they're like, "Yeah, bye, bye, <laughs> bye." Yeah, I mean, the speaker ultimately wasn't very happy with the fact that Osiris was causing was huge he, rifts. Was he booted, or did he just like leave of his own accord? Unclear. Okay, I, I think it's unclear. But I I feel that it's it doesn't necessarily matter. I feel that the his peers were probably not very happy with him, and either yeah. they exiled him or he that, was just like, I'm just gonna go to Mercury. Yeah, it was it was just kind of like it's his last week as the Vanguard, yeah. and he was just like, all right, I'm out, guys. Bye. Yeah. And then he finger guns into a vex gate. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he was booted out, and um, the speaker is kind of, he's still wary of, or at least he was, he's still wary of Osiris, and he told Saint-14, right after Saint-14 killed the Devil's Kel, by the way, like, this yeah. really long war, and he's just like, oh my god, it's over, thank you, so and tired. then he, like, I'm so tired, and he calls the speaker, and he's like... Uh, so you know about Osiris? Yeah, he left, and He's I'm kind of worried about it. You know, you might do something crazy. It's time to do a hit. Time to do a hit, Saint-14. Uh, I, I, I do think, that, though, that the speaker meant well. Yeah. Because I think that the speaker did like Osiris. There's, in, in his conversation that i think is by the speaker it's heavily implied based on how it's phrased and how it's written uh that the speaker talks about osiris and he's not what mad he's what, just no. disappointed yeah it's a, he he asks uh, what drives a warlock to madness and at the end of all of this conversation he says that it's the truth it's it's the truth of everything mm-hmm. that will will push them beyond where they should go uh, and I think he's concerned for Osiris, especially a member who was so well liked until he started asking certain questions that were actually damaging to the city. Um, so he sent his other, in this in this way, child, like someone who was so devout to him, Saint Fourteen, who he knew could do something because he just killed like an entire house, basically. Yeah. Uh, to, to you know, go check up on him and yeah. make sure he's not getting up to too much trouble. Osiris <laughs> is like the rebel child, and Saint Fourteen is the good, 
good yeah. child. But so, the speaker loves all of them. I think I'm gonna tear up a bit if, like, in the trial in the Curse of Osiris DLC, if Osiris mentions mm-hmm. like, you know, we may have not seen eye to eye, but he was a good person, the speaker, mm-hmm. and I'm really sad to see his light not with us anymore. And I'm gonna be like, no, don't I'm do it. I'm a little more shook. I'm a little more shook about what happened to Saint 14 because Saint 14 never came back and the yeah. legendary vigil was held for him. But like, what happened? I think he went with Osiris. You I think mean, he's he's chilling? He's chilling with I, Osiris? I, I think the two of them are enjoying a couple of brewskis, watching some Crucible. Some <laughs> trials. <laughs> some goops and, <laughs> and trials kill everything using just sidearms or whatever challenges yeah. people thought up in that stuff. It's wild. That's so much. Real, real impressive stuff what people can do in Trials of the Sires. I wish yeah. I could do that. But Speaking of trials, what is that? Uh, so, so it, you go over it. Uh, <laughs> trials of Osiris <laughs> came out. We talked about this briefly, like during way back episodes. Trials of Osiris is came out during House of Wolves, and that's when Brother Vance hit up the tower or the the reef, the reef, the reef. and it's a PvP event that happens every weekend, Friday through Sunday, and it's basically just an elimination type tournament, or at least it was elimination type tournament. Well, where, I think it still is, but now we have Trials of the Nine, which is yeah. somewhat different. Yeah. So Osiris was elimination type, and you had to f- uh, fight. It's PvP. It was uh, three versus three, and you had to go flawless in order to get to the lighthouse. And the lighthouse was the super special clubhouse that Osiris granted permission to those who went flawless and flawless mm-hmm. basically means that you didn't lose any matches right i've never yeah. nine consists nine consecutive wins it's nine, nine consec- wins with no losses unless you use your mercy which doesn't count that's a right. that's a totally separate thing is where you say hey you can just wipe this first loss off the record everybody. right you can just wipe that one off personally uh, i've never gone flawless because twice so good um i haven't i don't know i tried and then like we tried trials of the nine when d2 came out and it was just like uh we we died very good yeah on a completely mechanical note i think (laughs) they need to do they need to fix some of the matchmaking there because it was not good I, I think that they're supposed to go with connection-based matchmaking but then they also need to like should prioritize people who like skill not necessarily yeah, even just we, skill but we like, went tier. against the flawless because yeah. like for yeah, the first the time first time we played we went against a group that just went flawless and then the second game we did was a team that went flawless destroying us which i can't imagine is the most fun thing like going flawless is supposed to be an accomplishment and coming across a bunch of goofs who didn't even get (laughs) a single round win i think we might have gotten one maybe i think we got one i think we got one round win i Uh, was proud of that one round me too by the way that was awesome (laughs) but like we only got one round win that can't be fun that no. it just i don't see it like it's supposed to be a challenge people are like 
this is the PvP's equivalent of a raid. And I'm like, yeah. I, that is not true. If if I'm a boss, that is not true. Uh, <laughs> but that's a completely mechanical note. Yeah. yeah. In the- a perfect world, it's supposed to be escalating in difficulty. And right. it's supposed to be an amazing accomplishment to, to get to this point. And I, I still kind of think it is, you know, yeah. seven wins in Trials of Nine is still impressive. In uh, Osiris, it had to be nine consecutive wins. And then they oh, put so some much. lore behind the mechanics. Um, I do know that, like, the first time you do Trials, you get a card that says, the Trials are a competition built to identify guardians who never lose. And that's mm-hmm. mainly because Osiris is obsessed with the Vex. So he wants guardians who will win in every possible timeline and yeah. every possibility he wants a guardian that can overcome and right now the vex they don't really understand guardians so the biggest right now the biggest threat that guardians have are themselves really like I, that's i I, that's, I think i i do actually see some some significance to this theory. I have not read anything specifically yeah, about this aside from him. I don't him. remember where I read it or where I heard it, but I it's in my brain and yeah. now it's I, I, out. I, the 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 word uh, notes is that uh, those are invited to the the people who display effortless teamwork, inexorable momentum, and something else, uh, consistency perhaps, or luck or fate. Um, they are invited into the lighthouse, so you know, takes in consideration skill and all that stuff. But yeah. in the in the end, nine consecutive wins is a it, it, it the vex cannot simulate the light. Yeah. It is known. It is even known to Osiris, which I might talk about. I might remember to talk about in a little bit, but I have it in these notes somewhere in here. Um, they cannot simulate the light and they are also extremely intelligent and are capable of simulating multiple situations they have various other structures out there that simulate yeah. all possibilities so you yeah. know being successful in nine things every time is the only way to guarantee success you know yeah. it's the only way to be 100 percent sure is you went flawless you succeeded in nine separate entities of different things um, you know that super high ranking thing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, come take your loot and leave. Right. <laughs> um, and he's got a couple of uh, acolytes, such as Brother Vance, that we quickly noted were was totally blind. If you stand next to him, he's like, you know, I can still see you, Guardian. I can still <laughs> see your light. I know you're there, and whatnot. He's uh, kind of creepy. But a chill guy at the same time. We're probably gonna um, see him again. I think so. I feel like he it'd be he 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 even writes uh vigilance wings, I'm pretty sure uh yes. lore. Uh so there's that. Um he does note and I I I think it'd be a bad idea not to say that in the Red War, Mercury is kinda decimated. So Oops. The cult of Osiris is kind of pushed. They're still there, but unlike the the, the Firebrand Titans, the Sunbreaker Titans, uh, they're not quite dead yet. Supposedly, question mark, because the the Sunbreakers uh, they have like a whole lore entry that's 
really sad. <laughs> it oh. doesn't sound great, and it makes oh. me unhappy. Uh, especially considering they were probably without light when the Cabal first arrived there and on Mercury. Oops. But that's sad. <laughs> that's bad. Hey, that's bad. Yeah. Not good. Um, Vigilance Swing, by the way, is a gun that you can get. It's a pulse rifle. Five rounds. Uh, every pulse. It's pretty good. Pretty good in Crucible. Pretty alright in PV. It's a fun gun. Uh, looks real cool. Uh, but, yeah. That's just kind of the stuff that he left behind. What kind of things is he up to now? Well. Hanging out with Paris. <laughs> well, okay, listen. So they don't necessarily say it in the Grimoire card, mm-hmm. but it is implied that when Eris Morn in Destiny 1 went to the Queen for help, Osiris was also there. Yes, with Oryx. This is help yeah, for and, Oryx. And Oryx was there too. Oryx was there yeah. as well, and he was he was just like hanging out being yeah. <laughs> Oryx. It was help regarding an incoming hive threat. Incoming threat of Oryx. And and it does say um what it says specifically in the card, it says when he spoke the hunter started to turn her head towards him, then flinched as if someone had shown a bright light into her eyes. So like he being the person yeah. that she was with. Yeah, Osiris is Quick note. <laughs> is very... Anytime he's mentioned in the grimoire in a vague sense, kind of like how anytime you hear, oh, blank mine, that means mm-hmm. like, oh, Ahamkara, uh, maybe? Yeah. When it comes to Osiris, it's usually like a blinding aura or something mm-hmm. like super bright and fiery bright yeah. and sun and solar, lots of light strong strong fiery light <laughs> type of words and imagery Lots and of like even stuff. even in the trailer we saw him use the dawn blade which mm-hmm. once again i don't know how he's using the dawn blade but he's you've def- done it in one of the timelines yeah he's been probably. in the timeline he, he saw someone do it while they were on nessus it's like that sounds pretty cool i'm gonna do that yeah. too yeah I, i'll figure it out i'm yeah. super strong and stuff yeah he I've did got help some- he did help Eris um, mm-hmm. with, you know, setting up the ultimate plan um, along with the queen to, to try and defeat Oryx. So Thanks. if anyone wants to come at me and tell me that Eris Morn can't be trusted and that, you know, she's not doing anything to help us, they can directly message me and I'll have a conversation with them. Fight me any time of the day. I'm ready. Find us at, at Hangar Lounge. <laughs> at hanger lounge on twitter ask for kelly and say hey kelly i want to fight you yeah just do that um <laughs> also cyrus is like now just like chilling in the vex network he's doing yeah. a lot of hops hops and skips who knows who knows what kind of nonsense he's been messing with but we we have some some evidence of that even um there's one of the adventures on Nessus where Failsafe ends up getting trapped in the Vex network and she ends yeah. up speaking to Osiris. Oh my uh, god, Failsafe might be in Curse of Osiris. I just realized that. Yeah, and it's going to be very good. Seeing so. a beautiful opera. <laughs> 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 um, 
yeah, Osiris is just like hopping around the Vex network now. So he probably entered into the Pyramidian and and tripped over something with his cool light up sneakers, and that's yeah. maybe where the curse of Osiris comes from. So like he just he made a goof. The real quick, <laughs> I was just looking it up while we were talking because uh, yeah. I forgot to look it up earlier. Uh, there is an adventure on Nessus known as Deep Conversation. When we come to there. This is after the campaign. Ah, it's after the campaign. Most of them are, um, and we, our ghost, somehow, is like integrated. Like it are allowed to ask a question to the Vex mind, yeah. uh, and they don't know how, but they're you know they're hacking it. And all the while, the ghosts like the the Vex are sending uh, units to kill the Guardian who's threatening this Vex this poor defenseless Vex that's hacking into the this thing. This little it's baby re- Vex. It's a really Help him. I, I, I really like this uh, this yeah. adventure. It's yeah, really funny. One. He's like, I'm so sorry I for this. I am so sorry. It's, yeah. it's very good. <laughs> um, but at the very end of this, uh, this is where they get the information of that the Vex cannot simulate the light. And then it says that this information is courtesy of a username or something like that known as Osiris420 Blazit. Um, but we yeah. can shorten it to Osiris. And then, dude, I remember that. I yeah. remember Osiris for Tony Blazin. Oh my god! Uh, but it's it's, uh, it's courtesy of Osiris, which means that he was there while we were doing. Yeah, that. he was there, and not on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, he, he was capable. It's quick. He was capable of doing that, and there's a question of. Every time we bring up Vex stuff, it's like, well, was he there, as in, like, there spatially and temporally, or was he there, as in, like, he was in the unit and then something, a, a, a ping came in during the network yeah. from another time stream, and he's like, I'm gonna go answer this question of this poor defenseless Vex. <laughs> I gotta go into the time it. stream! <laughs> yeah, and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just, you know, he was there, and he helped yeah. us with this. Not to mention he's provided us information on the shrines of Oryx and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he's even mentioned um, in the Nessus Strike, or no, Io Strike the Pyramidian. Um, there's like a line of dialogue you can possibly get where Ikora, um, she's like, uh, we just possibly got information from some, some, something. Osiris? Oh, like, yeah. That's, that's the part I remember the most is like at the end, she's like, Osiris? No, it can't be. Like, if it's the Vex, <clears throat> if you're in the Pyramidian and the Vex are showing up instead of the the Taken, then you might get the line where Ikora is like, Osiris? What? Hey, boy. And yeah. Osiris is like, whoa, gotta go. Oops, Oops. I gotta go. I just remembered Can't something. Can't talk to you yet. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> gotta uh, wait till December 5th. I just remembered something. Okay. Uh, which Maria might be a little happy about. Uh-huh. But I remember back in the past, and this is old stuff, as in like this is, this might have been swiped clean from the slate and might not be true. But okay. The stranger was supposed to be Osiris's assistant. Oh. And I say that you might be happy about this movie because, you know, the stranger wears a poncho. <laughs> wears a poncho. Yo, if the stranger shows up in Curse of Osiris, I think every 
person who played the first Destiny is going to shit themselves. Yeah, I would, I, I would happy. Yeah, <laughs> I would be really happy because like during the summer before Destiny 2 came out, someone at Bungie released a very yeah. ill-thought statement. I don't know, I just wasn't happy with It was with... just meant to throw us off. It was meant I to hope throw us so. off. I don't hope even it was worry only it. meant to throw us off because they said we feel as if the stranger the exo stranger's story had a satisfying ending. And I'm just like in what universe do you think that's a satisfying ending? You know- in she just way. disappeared into obscurity. Yeah. <laughs> to, okay. <laughs> to some extent, it is unsatisfying. But in some she extent... never got to explain anything because she didn't have time. She didn't have oh, time. Oh man! But... Look, we just looped around to that. Oh, huh? <laughs> Damn. But part of the, the optimist in me says yeah. that, that can still be true because it's not technically her story. That is it's true. Yeah. Story, and yeah. she's there as a supporting cast member. Also, she's freaking cool. Like she shows up in the, yeah. the vault of glass to like Praetith and all that stuff. It's awesome. Come on. Yeah. I also want that gun back again. Like it's a really I cool really gun. I really liked the stranger's <laughs> rifle. No time to explain was yeah. a very good gun and a punch in the face in terms of lore, but that's regardless <laughs> of the fact <laughs> it was a good gun and I really liked it and I hope it comes back. So here's here's what cool. Osiris is doing, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's what he's doing. Okay. Sipping mojitos right. with his good friend, St. 14, on one side and the Exo Stranger on the other side. Okay. And yeah. also ignoring Toland's calls because Toland, yes. Toland um, <laughs> keeps on calling him on the cell phone. He keeps on calling him on his cell phone and Osiris is like, ooh, just don't, don't answer it. Don't answer it. Just don't answer it. Don't do it. <laughs> so, totally just sitting there on the dread nougat just yeah. being like what am i supposed an to do orb here of pure energy yeah just yeah. an orb of pure energy and he's just like man this sucks why doesn't osiris <laughs> ever call me back his, it, his messages are full because i think i failed the mod like he just okay won't call we're back. we're referencing a card that you can get i don't know if it's from a calcified fragment or what i don't remember how you get the card but it specifically, looks like it's a ghost fragment. Was it a fragment? One. Yeah, this is a ghost fragment, so it's one a of ghost those ghosts fragment. you can res. Um, Osa, uh, Tolan says, <gasps> oh, but I, I, I have work to is. do. I shout into deep places. Osiris, I call. Osiris, Osiris, can you hear me? Sometimes I think he answers. Sometimes I wonder what became of Eris. She was very tenacious. For the first time, I am lonely. And I'm just like, dude, you did this. I would also like to say, um, when you are in Destiny 2 pursuing the Voidwalker subclass, Toland is also like, hey, have you guys seen Osiris? I'm looking. (laughs) I am am looking for him. I I (laughs) would like to find him, please. Uh, Has Um, anyone seen this man? (laughs) He's just (laughs) handing out flyers. With Osiris's face on it. <laughs> Has anyone seen these sick kicks in a while? I think I remember what this card is. I think this is one of those cards that in the Taken King, there's that mission when we go into the 
the raid, the the Crota raid area, yeah. and like in the un, in the, like the dark areas, you can you can run around there and you can find a couple of ghosts down there. Oh my god, was and it the ghost that was against the blinding light? Do you remember probably. that ghost? <laughs> the worst. I do remember that ghost. <laughs> it, it, it's very possible to be that, one of those. It I was, think that's. Cool. <laughs> I, I would be sad if it wasn't that one because it was impossible to find against it was like pain. you just have to jump near this rock okay number one there's a lot I can't of rocks see. number two I can't I can't rocks. See. It's very hey good. what else is what else is Osiris doing I think he's designing some more shoes <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so curious he's like because he he was there and he was able to answer our call so i guess you know he know he he knows another number to not pick up to toland to pick up to our toland has his old number yeah <laughs> new phone who this uh but i'm i'm so curious if he knows like all the things that have been going on like oh shoot or is dead oh shit like Gaul came in and it was dead and the Crota's dead and everything's dead. I'm sure it gets confusing when you're kind of jumping between yeah. existences and timelines. Do you think Osiris just knows every single, like, you know how there's like the Mary Sue, I don't really know the trope where it's like the person instantly knows how to fight and knows how to do this. Osiris is just gonna be like that instant plot hole fixer and be like, no, 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 no. This is what actually happened, and this is what's I gonna happen. I what I want Osiris to be is that one character from Voltron Legendary Defender, right? Um, the weird weasel ferret man. Oh my god, like, the caterpillar guy. That actually fits really well. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a 42% uh, chance that this is going to fail miserably. That this is the right I, timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. This is not the correct timeline, but if it is the Post. correct timeline, then we have a 48% chance of success. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, listen. That is exactly who That's Osiris is. Yeah. I, and what? I don't know, though. I'm just like, I'm so curious if he knows what happened and that we did it, and he's going to be like, what the f- what the fuck? You got you got to mess with like the the weird Skullless Nine thing, and you're doing like trial trials of the Nine. Friggin' that's trademarked. Excuse me. I know. Me. I wonder if he's Tra- gonna be upset about that. He's just trademark. like I've been obsessing over the Nine for thousands of years, and all of a sudden they steal my tournament. Excuse yeah, like, me. I guess he made an impression then, right? Oh my gosh, Oryx is almost here. We gotta prepare, and we're like. Oryx is already dead. Uh, you know, we killed him a couple times because we wanted some of the loot. And you're like, what? The, what, what? What? Where have I been? <laughs> um, this guy soloed it. Question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up? Do you think Osiris is gonna help Asher Mir? Mm, I don't. Perish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I hope so, but I don't think you will. I don't. I, I just feel like it's a thing that can't be fixed. Yeah. Partially that. I also think he's hey, like, Maria, going the to overlook dead. it. You know what? Ashramir is slowly <laughs> turning into a Vex, so... I, I, I think it's something that he might <laughs> overlook. But if there's some credence to 
some images and some thought process because i thought so too there's a part where it's like the cool part where tolan is like going around and shooting everything and there's actual like guardians behind them yeah that area looks a lot like templar well in the vault of glass yeah so it could be that he may have been present when kabir was yeah 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 oh you said tolan whatever tolan kabir i was like what is tolan doing (laughs) there Tolan may have been there too. Tolan's in every raid this whole time. He, yeah. he was also in the prison of elders and all that stuff. He was in every yeah. raid. Yeah, um, that's true. He was the the war machine, the wrath machine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he may have been present when Kabir was there, or he might be there afterwards. Like, and yeah. he might have seen this for firsthand. Uh, someone who consumes of the Vex and is sort of like transformed by it and he might have been either either he'd let it happen or he wasn't aware of it and maybe has spent some time learning about it so there is some possibility but i don't think they'll do it because bungie probably wants to keep asher mir as like a really sad character who's also really crotchety crotchety old sad uncle because he is a, he's a real yeah. tragic character. Like yeah. his, his story when you when we talked about it in the Pyramidian where he had two hunter yeah. uh, comrades who went down there with him and neither of them talked to him anymore. Like neither of them speak to they're, at all amongst themselves. They're dead. But, yeah, like it's it's a it's a testament to the powers of our camaraderie and all that yeah. stuff and it's like really tragic stuff. But this isn't this is his. Uh, you know what would be one. crazy? <laughs> what? If like at some point during the DLC, Osiris is like, "By the way, I saw these fuckers messing in the Vault of Glass," and you just see the original Vault of Glass raid team like jump out of Vex gates, and you're just like, <laughs> "I had your gun! I had your gun!" Bravest <laughs> revenge is here. <sighs> you never gave me your timepiece. I wanted Except that gun. The only one <laughs> that wouldn't it. appear, so, and this makes me sad. Version. The only one that wouldn't appear would be Pahanin, because because they mm, died, yeah, because of Dredgenior, yeah, and not Vex nonsense. It's yeah. still it's it's still a question of if they were even in the vault at all. I, Who knows? I'm but so that would, confused. <laughs> that would be really cool if yeah. that happened. He's like, look at these fuckers. Maybe they can help you guys with this vault. And then it's yeah. just like, what? Oh my and god, then, it's Praetith and Kabir and maybe the Exo Stranger, but I don't know. And then he turns directly into the camera and then he holds up a couple of like comic books that detail like the story of various raid <laughs> groups in Saint 14. And he's like, now for sale at your local business. <laughs> Download local now from the PlayStation <laughs> Network. Dark Horse <laughs> Comics. <laughs> Asher Mir, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Perish. Yeah, no, I... the thing is, like, Osiris and Eris Morn are, like, best friends, right? And yeah, Eris and Morn is Asher's friend, and they Maybe should yeah. help all their friends. Yeah. It's very possible, especially considering he's spoken of as actually, like, a really warm individual. I feel, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't make sense for Osiris not to help Asher Mir. I feel like 
right now that might not be on the list of priorities because there's a curse of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that curse was all his fault. Let's be honest. It's, yeah, it's what the curse is, but he fucked up. I, but, it's either not on the list or it's something that he can't do. Yeah, like, it's just like it. out of his. It's just unless like he. The only way to fix it is to go to that timeline and like do some timey wimey nonsense. But Asher, then if don't go in there. Yeah, like just, <laughs> just slip. Give him, give him some shoes, and then like when when Ashermir flips the shoes over, it's like don't go into the Pyramidian. Wink. <laughs> Every time he steps, it's like don't go into Pyramidian. Yeah, don't go into Pyramidian. Pyramidian. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do but not. then like, what if what if he saves Ashermir, but as a result, we were never found by her ghost it never happened i don't happened. know if osiris I like i feel like osiris is smart enough not to like fuck with the timeline bullshit i yeah. feel like he's just more of a passive observer yeah, yeah. which is why so. which is why we come back to like if there is a way to fix asher Mir, maybe it's just something that's out of his out well, of his because if he I doesn't, think he's if getting he, involved now. So, yeah. well, if he doesn't want to mess a, with the timeline, then I think it's a very complex situation that Ashramir is in. Yeah, I think if I'm it sad. can be, if it can be solved at all, I feel like he might just let Ashramir find that discovery on his own. Not to mention, I feel that Ashramir might be too proud to take help for this because it's Ashramir. Yeah, and is, also Ashramir might like. <laughs> Because he's tried to sever his link with his ghost because he doesn't yeah. want the ghost to get hurt. But at the same time, he could also, like, slowly not be trying to figure out how to fix himself because he feels bad about what happened. Like, he's mm-hmm. just like, why did the hunters die and not me? Why? I'm sad now. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a sad, it's hey, a sad just, story. Just think of Osiris doing hotline bling while uh, doing the hotline bling <laughs> dance while Tolan is calling oh him. Gosh. It's just like Osiris, da 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 da, and his light up shoes. Yeah. You know, I'm really curious, because uh, usually, uh, per planet, they'll have multiple enemy factions. They'll have like the Hive and yeah. Fallen or something on the same thing. I wonder if they're gonna do that in Mercury. Because I, I mean, it's probably gonna be of... the Taken and the Vex. I mean, that's that's possible. I mean, the Taken aren't. Everywhere, yeah. but the hive aren't either. The hive are only like one place, I think. Yeah. So, but it might be the taken, and then like weird for the next expansion after that, it's going to be the fallen and the cabal, maybe. No, it's just going to be hive. Maybe and then hive. Hive, 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 hive every day. Bungie's just going to dedicate their entire next like big. You know how Taken King came out? Their next big mm-hmm. drop is just going to be Zavathun's calling or Z- the uprising of Zavathun I mean, or freaking sick which you know i'm I've, i'm ready for that'd yeah be, that'd be freaking that would awesome. be awesome but at the same time i'm just like why 
and then it's like let's go back to the dread nougat and then we fight on the dread nougat and turn it into a purified light ship and then we fly you know what would be great if you see the dreadnought and then like a shadow passes over it and you just see an even bigger ship (laughs) it's just bigger this isn't about osiris though this is our osiris episode (laughs) well i i don't know what i mean technically speaking it could technically still be the Osiris episode because Osiris is interested in the hive and had information on Oryx's information in the shrines and the shrines are being yeah. used by Savathun and all that stuff. But regardless, I don't know. I Osiris is a pretty chill dude. Pretty warm Osiris fella. Osiris blaze at 420. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come check out his skate shop. It's in the it's in the tower. Just, just kidding. It's only on Mercury. Like, he's like, you ever heard of uh, Spirit Bloom? Well, if you inhale it, oh it's god, pretty, it's pretty crazy, dude. Oh my oh god. god. All right. I well, it's... I think that's the end. Cyrus <laughs> oh. think... is an interesting character, an important character that's been alluded to since like the beginning i think like yeah there's been talks of osiris for a while you i don't even need to tell most people but osiris is a reference to the egyptian god of the afterlife so if you want more information there bungie is not above using religious ties to a lot of things mm-hmm. to inspire their own stories they do this all the time um so read up on that and the story of his death to set and then rebirth by being put back together hey Um, it's a really interesting story actually i really like mythology which is probably why i like bungie's games a lot they do a lot of this stuff and it's really fun to pry into Mm. it but uh i don't know there's there's probably more for you to look to there's probably going to be more in the next few weeks. Oh, there will be so much more. That we can learn about him. And hopefully this will answer some of the many questions that we have. And uh, I'm excited. Are you guys excited? I'm pretty I, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm nervous. And I have a lot of emotions about it. But <laughs> mostly excited. I'm pretty excited. I hope Eris is there, but I'm not counting on it. Yeah. I feel that she, if she's there... She'll be there only in like lore contexts. Like there'll be like passages referring cards, to her yeah. cards that are like alluding to the next adventure that we're going to be having. Um, I would like it if Ikora was like, "Hey, Osiris, where's Eris?" And Osiris would be like, "She doesn't want to talk to you right now." Oh no! Por qué? But yeah, uh, I think that's all for now. That wraps it up. Uh, thank you for listening to the Hangar Lounge. Hey, thank you. So, like, how do you reach us? You can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Hangar Lounge, not at the Hangar Lounge, just at Hangar Lounge. Hey, to the bar that keeps contacting us because they think we're <laughs> the Hangar Lounge, like the bar in Austin, we're not. Um, but you should listen to our <laughs> podcast anyway at Hangar Lounge to contact us. Or you can contact us through our website, thehangarloungepodcast.com, and we'll 
get to you and respond to you. And if you want us to talk about something, let us know and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about, to talk about it. Anything else, anybody? We won't We won't um, not answer your calls like a certain, yeah. certain warlock. Yeah, I'm not going to be dancing hot line bling in the background while <laughs> you're blowing up my <laughs> phone. my light up shoes. <laughs> With my light up shoes while you're blowing up my phone. <laughs> I mean, I bet that's what those exotic boots do. It's like you oh pump up kicks and then God. you outrun the bullets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. So anyway, that's the that's the thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> that was a good exit. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>